You're listening to Headphones Recommended. I'm Jake, and this is my story. For my entire life, my parents have had the same silverware. In the drawer sits a set of large forks, small forks, large spoons, small spoons, and butter knives that all look the same, all from a matching set. They share the same shape, the same stylized handles, the same curves, and they all have the same cursive V engraved in them for our last name, Vanderend. Except they don't. I just thought that they did for over 30 years. There is one large fork, one small fork, one large spoon, one small spoon, and one butter knife that are different from the rest. Instead of a V, they each have an R on the handle. I was unloading the dishwasher one day when I noticed, and I just stopped. How had I not noticed before? How had I been using the same silverware for most of my life, every time I had ever eaten at my parents' house, and never seen that? I later asked my mom about it. I picked out the spoon from the drawer and showed her the mismatched letter. The R is for my maiden name, your grandpa's last name. He got us this silverware for our wedding, and before he had them made for us, he got a test set made with his initials on them. It took the wind out of me. It's a detail so simple, so utterly mundane and inconsequential, yet so beautifully important. Here were artifacts I had relied on for most of my life, and each was a cascade of memory, an anchor to the past. My grandpa had lived with us for most of my life until he passed away when I was 17. But in my hand, I was holding a spoon that was an echo of his love, of his life. He cared so much for my parents then later for my sister, then later for me. The spoon in my hand was a reminder of that, and until that moment, I never even knew it. I could feel just a hint about what that must have been like. I could feel my grandpa looking through catalogs and stores, trying to find something for his daughter and her future husband that would help them start a life together. I could feel the ways he must have mulled over his options, and how even when he decided on something, he still made sure to get a test set, just to be certain that it would be the kind of silverware that would last a lifetime. I could feel that cascade, decades later, of who he was, and how he treated those around him. All from a letter from an R that I didn't notice wasn't a V. How has my life been shaped in ways I never noticed? 
How many details have I missed? In Philadelphia, there is a library that is older than any person who lives here. Everyone in the entire city was born into a world in which this library exists. Everyone in the entire world right now was born into a world in which this library exists. The Fisher Fine Arts Library has been a national historic monument as long as I have drawn breath. I had first heard about this library on a podcast I listened to, despite having lived here a decade already before then. The context was that it was about to be torn down, demolished to make way for a more modernized building. The episode then tells the tale of Denise Scott Brown, who had just barely been a faculty member when she became the library's champion, ultimately swaying the entire committee to save the structure. All of this happened long before I was ever around. I was out working one night when I had an anxiety attack. Since I was on the road, I didn't want to take my Xanax, so I decided I would park my car and go for a walk instead to clear my head. I had been meaning to see the library for myself, and I was already in University City, so that's where I headed. Stories and pictures couldn't have prepared me for the real thing. I had seen the building before, but only its backside, just a fraction of a glimpse, and only from my car. It's not the same on foot. At first, I wasn't sure I'd be able to find it. It was dark out, a couple hours after sunset, and I wasn't even sure what I was looking for. The episode I heard called it the Library of Fine Arts, and that isn't its name, so it doesn't come up properly on a map. I was wandering in the general direction of where I thought it was, hoping for the best. Then, suddenly, there it was. And I just... knew. Have you ever gotten chills down your neck just looking at a building? I turned a corner, looked up, and just stopped. It took my breath away. This library isn't just a building. It's a palace of knowledge. It's a monument to history itself. The ceilings are vaulted high to let the light in. The entire exterior is made of rich maroon bricks, laid by hand by who knows how many workers. Those bricks form a massive curved wall around one side, accented by tall windows that would make a gothic church envious. Do you have any idea how hard it is to make curved structures out of brick? Never mind something so enormous. Nothing I say will do this library justice. No matter the reagents, no spell cast here will evoke what it feels like to be in the presence of something so incredible. Instead of tearing down this magnificent building, 
Denise Scott Brown saved it from demolition. It was later renovated instead, brought up to modern standards while keeping the structure intact, a reconciliation between the rich history of the past and the changing needs of the present. I am like that library, in a way. So much happened long before I existed that now makes me who I am. So many people did so many things that shaped my fate, and I will only ever know a portion of those acts. Everything I do, everything I am, is upon the shoulders of the past. I am a cathedral built from every brick laid by everyone before me. I am my English teachers who taught me how to write, how to fall in love with the words themselves and the beautiful ways they can be put together. I am my choral director who taught me how to breathe, how to project, how to phrase the sounds I make, how to carry myself. I am the radio DJ who gave me a chance who put me in front of a studio microphone and recording equipment for the first time, who let me take over his show when he left the station. I am every author, every poet, every singer, every speaker whose words I have ever loved. I am everyone who has ever said I have a nice voice. I am every opportunity anyone has ever given me. I am everyone who has ever encouraged me. I am everyone who has ever supported me. I am everyone who has ever listened to me, including you, right now. We are all made of everything and everyone before us. Everyone who ever shaped our lives, even before we existed even when we couldn't see it, and even when we didn't notice the letters on our silverware. So please, the next time you can spare a moment, the next time you can wonder about the silverware in your drawer, or the opportunities you've had, or the people who have been your champions along the way, please do. Think about everything and everyone who has brought you to where you are today. Think, even just for a moment or two, about how your life has been shaped in ways you never noticed. And if you can, if there's still time left for you, please, Say thank you.
Headphones Recommended is written, recorded, and produced by me, Jacob Vanderend. All of these stories are true. This show is ad-free and completely listener-supported by folks just like you. Find out how to get involved at headphones.show, where you can find links to the Patreon, social media, and more. Don't forget to rate the show on your podcast app of choice, and to tell your friends. Every rating and recommendation goes a long way. Questions? Comments? Want to do a guest episode? Want to be a guest artist? Email us at info at headphones.show. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Be good to each other out there.